Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. If there was one thing I could tell you that could completely enhance the way you handle everyday situations, whether you binge eat, you have anxiety, or you have depression, here is what it will be. The What's Eating You podcast is a series of mental health topics that are designed to make you think, learn, educate, and validate. Enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of the What Is Eating You podcast. It is Freestyle Friday and I am excited. I love doing Freestyle Friday because it means I just kind of roll whatever is on the tip of my tongue and bring lots of exciting and creative ideas, inspiration, and I'm not following any script. And this episode today is going to come from my own story and experience, but also a question from my Instagram box. I asked for suggestions on what to talk about today. And someone asked, how do I manage stress and depression, especially when it activates my binge eating? So yes, it's going to be in relation to binge eating, but more importantly, one concept, one term that has not only changed my life, that can change your life as well. The term I'm going to speak about today and how I'm going to relate it is cognitive flexibility. Let me explain with an example. Last night, my friend was down from Melbourne, but she was staying in Brisbane. So I said, you know what? I'll drive down to Brizzy. Let's go get some dinner. There's this restaurant that looks amazing. I'm really wanting Asian fusion. I found the place. I decided on the cuisine. I decided on the time I was going to leave my house. And for those who know me, I'm a very structured, quite organized person. And I like to have a plan. I already know what I'm going to eat when I get somewhere. If I know the menu well, I'm not very spontaneous at times. I am learning to be a little bit more so, but it just makes me feel good to have a plan and know what I'm doing. So we made this plan, but the one thing I didn't do, which I normally do is I book the restaurant because you know, you've always got to have a booking, but I thought, you know what? It's Wednesday night. It's Brisbane. There's going to be spaces available. So we get there and it took me an hour and a half. And for those who know me, I'm not a big driving person. I used to drive a lot everywhere. And then in 2019, my car sort of just died and I never got around to buying a new one. So I don't really own a car. I don't drive a lot of places, but for food, 
I will go the mile. I will drive the distance. I will drive an hour and a half to Brisbane to have Asian fusion from this restaurant I really wanted to go to. Plus, of course, to see my friend. So we get there and it is about 6.47-ish earlier about that time. And the lady at the counter said, the restaurant is booked till about eight o'clock. And I was like, what? It looks so busy. And I'm thinking, why is Brisbane suddenly New York on a Friday night? It literally was a Wednesday midweek and it was bustling and hustling. Every cafe and restaurant was full. It looked very busy. And I thought, oh, okay. First of all, I eat dinner at five. So eight o'clock is you know, going to send me into disarray because that is such a late dinner by the time I drive back to the Gold Coast, la, 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 la. So my friend suggested, well, we could go get a snack somewhere else if you really want to eat here and then come back. But my need to want to eat and my need to want to be home earlier overcame my need to eat at that specific restaurant. And I noticed myself immediately feeling flustered, like, oh, I have to find another solution. I have to find another Asian fusion restaurant because Asian fusion was the plan. I want to eat Asian fusion because on Friday I'm going to Melbourne and my sister's making beef ribs and I can't eat beef ribs if I'm going to eat it tonight. Like I should mix up the cuisines and had nothing to do with the food or food guilt. It's just, you know, when you don't want to eat say Greek food three nights in a row. I mean, most people might, but I just thought, no, I want Asian fusion. And then I started to feel stressed about it. And I started to think, oh, I need to find another place. Where are we going to go? And so we started looking on the map, seeing what was nearby. uh, And there wasn't much. There wasn't, there was one restaurant I'd already been to before. And then my friend suggested the Italian restaurant. Now I hadn't been to this Italian restaurant, but I'd heard really good things. But in my mind, I'm like, no, it wasn't meant to be an Italian night. It was meant to be Asian fusion. But then the part of myself that I've worked on in many, many years has come to the surface. And it said, Steph, what is your goal objective of tonight? What are you doing here? And it was to see my friend and to have a great catch up with her and connect and talk about things. So what you eat doesn't really matter. You're catching up with your friend. Why does it have to be the perfect meal? Like, yes, you drove an hour and a half, but you are so hungry right now. You would settle for Maccas. Probably wouldn't. But what was more important in that moment? And what was more important was I just want to have a good time with my friend. I want to eat And I don't want to be looking for 40 minutes when we both have early days tomorrow and I have to drive home. So Steph, let's embrace your term of cognitive flexibility. So basically what ended up happening was I said, okay, let's go to the Italian restaurant. We walked in there, we got a table straight away and we had a great night. I mean, the salad was a bit salty and I expected it to be a bit better, but look, I'm very picky when it comes to food. However, the night was fantastic. It was a great night. We had good conversations. I ended up getting home at about 10.24, walk the dog, etc. It was all good. But if I didn't say to myself, Steph, embrace cognitive flexibility, I probably would have searched for ages to find the right restaurant or we would have eaten at eight o'clock if I had to stick to that rule of eating at this particular restaurant. And I say rule Because many people with eating disturbances have rules around eating. I have to eat this time. I have to eat at this restaurant. I have to have this cuisine. And people who struggle with eating, one, have food rules or they have black and white thinking patterns. And this is a massive thing that I've been working on because I can get very 
fixated on a particular plan or the way something is meant to be, especially around eating, because I really like food. But I also think it's carried on just through my years of working on my relationship with food. So let's dive into what cognitive flexibility is. Basically, your cognitions are your thoughts and flexibility is being able to adapt to new situations. So cognitive flexibility refers to our brain's ability to adapt to new situations, shift our thinking and adjust our behavior according to the demands of a given task or environment. In essence, it's the mental agility that allows us to respond effectively to challenges and changes in our life. Now, you may be wondering, how does cognitive flexibility relate to overcoming binge eating? And I'm here to tell you. What is binge eating? We know binge eating is eating a large amount of food in a short period of time and feeling a loss of control. It feels uncomfortable and it's not like overeating on Christmas or Easter. Binge eating disorder occurs on a regular basis and it leads to a lot of distress. When you eat a really big meal with your family, like, oh, I'm so stuffed, but yum, that was so good. Whereas binge eating disorder makes you feel worse. Now, cognitive flexibility plays a role in this because it is vital in breaking the cycle of binge eating. As mentioned, individuals who struggle with binge eating have rigid thought patterns and may be prone to all or nothing thinking. And this was me. I had to eat at a certain place. If I didn't eat that, then I stuffed up. I might as well binge eat. I might as well, you know, have the whole hoo-ha. And this could have happened last night if I wasn't who I am today. So afterwards, we wanted to go to Messina. If you haven't been to Messina, oh my God, yum. The tip is order what's on the specials board. So for my overseas listeners, Messina is an ice cream place that makes the most delicious ice cream flavors and they have a specials board and the specials board is really innovative and they make all these cool different flavors. It's like biscuits and I don't know, cream cheese and pretzels and whatnot. So because it was there, we had to go. But deep down, I was like, do I actually want this? I'm really full. I thought, yeah, I do want it, but I'm just going to get a little bit. Normally when I go, I get the full liter, go all out. But the past me would have thought, I've had pizza tonight. I've had pasta. I've had wine. I might as well just get a large ice cream, go all out, finish the job. And tomorrow I'll start clean and healthy and I won't eat. But my cognitive flexibility saved me and it continues to do so. So the rigid thinking when it comes to binge eating is all or nothing thinking, also known as black and white thinking. So people may view food as good or bad. And if they deviate from particular rules, as mentioned earlier, they might feel like they've already failed and continue overeating. Now, this negative loop reinforces the binge eating behavior because the next day you think, well, I'm going to not binge eat. I'm going to eat super clean. I'm going to eat super healthy. And then what do we know? Restriction leads to binge. But Steph, what can I do about this? Well, the first thing is, it's great you're aware of this. You want to approach it with curiosity and kindness because as this person mentioned earlier, stress and depressive symptoms can trigger binge eating, but binge eating triggers stress and depressive symptoms because you think, why am I such a failure? I can't stick to anything. I'm going to gain weight. So the first thing is be kind and compassionate to yourself. 
Let's be curious. Let's figure out what's happening. Why did this happen? The second thing is to become aware of any dietary rules. Is it black and white thinking? Is it when a plan doesn't go to plan? What is it that sets you off? And once you figure out what is the dietary rule or what is the cognitive rigidity here that got me stuck in the first place, then you want to engage in a technique called cognitive restructuring. And I teach you this in food freedom. There's a whole process behind it, but I'm going to share with you the first step. So what this involves is identifying negative thought patterns and challenging their validity. So for example, if someone labels themselves as a failure because they had pizza instead of Asian fusion, they could work on reframing it as there is nothing inherently good or bad for Asian fusion versus pizza. And I'm allowed to change what I decided to eat at the last minute. It doesn't mean that I'm going to gain weight. It doesn't mean I'm a failure. It doesn't mean that I've ruined the night for my friend. Yeah. So last night, even though I didn't plan to have pizza, I'm like, Steph, what is the immediate need that has to get met? I'm hungry and we're on a bit of a time budget here. So let's go eat at this Italian place. It looks nice. Why not? So we did that. So if I was having negative beliefs around, I've failed, I've messed up the way I should be, you want to challenge that and say, where is the evidence that I'm a failure? Where is the evidence that I should only be eating healthy foods? Where is the evidence that eating at this Italian restaurant is going to upset my friend or ruin the plan or ruin our night? And then you draw this up. So you write, where's the evidence for the unhelpful belief? Where is the evidence against the unhelpful belief? And you want to explore this, like I said, with flexibility, being non-judgmental and becoming more aware of your cognitive processing because people think I need to change the food or I need to change my body in order to feel happy. But the opposite is true. You've got to change your cognitions to change your emotions. And if you want to learn how to do this, get in touch with me. There is a link below get my free binge eating tracker. And then in the tracker, you can book a one-on-one call with me for free where we can look into your eating problem in a little bit more detail and see if you're suitable for food freedom, a 12-week transformative program to enhance your relationship with food, improve your structure and organization when it comes to eating and reduce negative beliefs about yourself and your body. Now, remember, cognitive flexibility takes time. It's a powerful tool and it only works when you do the work. So I hope that you get in touch with me and we can work on this together. Or if you know anyone who is struggling with binge eating, make sure you encourage them to get professional help. Have an amazing day and thank you for being part of the show. I'll see you in the next one. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.